Hello and thank you for listening to Trust Me, I'm an Influencer. This week's guest is Clara Batten, actor, comedian, author, turned super funny TikToker. Hi, Clara. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Before we get stuck in, this is audio podcast. If anybody's listening, we're not face to face. We can't see each other. So can you paint me a picture, Clara, what you're looking at, what you're wearing? Where are you right now? I'm in my living room uh, on the sofa where I film every single one of my videos, pretty much. And on. Sorry, that's the ice machine going off in the background. Gin, um, gin and tonic. And I'm, yeah, I'm way through that. Can you, can you hear? No, no, that is that's actually squash. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, yeah, I forgot that we weren't going to be on um, video. I should have just got a G and T ready. You could um, have done. Yeah. <laughs> the um, I'm staring at a um, nine foot Christmas tree, which I've only put. Um, half the lights on and no decorations on and um, looking at the fire that I should have made but hasn't haven't yet that's about it <laughs> very interesting stuff so you're sitting where you make your videos so you are actress I know you many of the listeners will know you as following you on TikTok Insta your videos are hilarious they fill my feed with joy so but when so you're actress comedian and then what made you think i think i'm going to start making videos on social media what where's the light bulb moment with that i don't think it was a light bulb moment um <laughs> it was it was it was it was just lockdown it's bloody boring um ah. yeah it was just it, it was it was just about april 2020 actually and um it it wasn't a light bulb moment uh, at all it was it was my husband's watching the um blinding lights dance challenge that all the you know nhs staff were doing on their breaks and stuff it was sort of a viral tiktok <laughs> thing to blinding lights because because uh, i didn't have much to do back then um but yeah the um so we yeah so we um i kept hearing this song and i said like, what are you watching and he he just showed me this dancing he was like everyone's doing it I keep keep scrolling through them it's really funny and then he was like you could do that dance and I was like well you know I have done grade eight ballet and modern and jazz so yeah probably, <laughs> yeah probably could so then um I I went out onto the patio it's only about 17 seconds it took me about two and a half hours <laughs> and uh and I was like I just cannot believe this is so difficult <laughs> And then he was like, I'm going inside. I've got some work to do. I was like, okay, yeah, because back then I didn't have a tripod. I didn't have anything. So um, so, I, so for about two months, I just got him to film all my videos, much to his disdain. <laughs> um, and then, um, so I was doing my, yeah, I was doing my this dance. And then um, he had TikTok. I didn't because he literally just downloaded it because he started hearing about loads of people doing these sort of things during the pandemic. And then um, he posted it to his. And I was like, oh, copyright. Um, I might, might have to set up my own one of these. So I did. And then I posted. That was the very first um, post I did. And then, uh, and, then I, and then I just, the next day I was just scrolling through it. And then I saw that you could use the sound you know click on a sort of spinning um what looked like a vinyl record and then use someone's sound at the beginning i thought that you could 
just do dances or or um basically i remember do you, do you remember do you remember that song one two three four five everybody in the house that that, that popped up and i did this lame thing where i just lip synced that while doing a really crap dance that i just made up on the spot and i was like god this is it's a bit weird, this app. <laughs> and, then, and then my husband went, yeah, but why, why don't you do like some of your comedy and some of your acting stuff? But I was like, no, I don't think you can do that on here. You, you've got <laughs> Are we allowed? Are we allowed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you've got to use other people's sounds. He was like, but how are they uploading their sounds? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's it. So then I went on to you. Oh, God. So I shouldn't have said this out loud. Um, then I went on to onto uh, YouTube and just sort of looked at a a very quick, you know, not tutorial, but, you know, how, how do you use TikTok sort of thing? And I was like, oh, my God, you can upload your own shit. <laughs> Sorry, can I swear? Yes. But, swear then, away. Um, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then he said, uh, he was like, yeah, yeah, that's weird, isn't it? You can upload stuff and other people can then use your sound. So for about a month, I was lip syncing other people's stuff. I realized that there was, you know, lips, uh, people uploading stuff that was comedic, which is mainly what, what I wanted to do and what, and what I find enjoyment in life mm-hmm. over if that makes sense. So I, yeah, so I started lip syncing um, sort of comedy stuff. And um, and then at the time Trump was in power, so it, there was a, a lot of footage coming out um, and a, a lot of, um, a, a lot of tools for me to use. So, so <laughs> a lot I, of material. Yeah, you had yeah, a lot of material. Loads. There was loads of material, so I so I started doing a series of lip syncing him as well, and then I just started doing doing my own little um, things here and there. So I did a lot of you know different everything. I was doing the dances, the lip syncs, the the original comedic sketches, and then trends where I'm using the same sound as other people doing my own version of it. And yeah, so in answer to your very succinct question, I've answered in a really long-winded way. Um, it wasn't a light bulb moment. That's it. <laughs> so those lip syncing ones—I've never done a lip sync one. Do they take ages to oh, get it? Oh God, right? too long to mention. The I'm such a perfectionist with them as well that I just spend ages. I mean, and if they're any sort of length. I don't want to cut it halfway through. So I, I literally, the moment I start playing it the first time, I start trying to lip sync it from the first go. Then the second one, I'll just start lip syncing again, third, fourth. I just keep doing it over and over again. But genuinely, I mean, I did that. It was an acting challenge one, Emma Thompson, you know, in Love Actually. When... I saw that. Yes, I remember you doing that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That seriously was because also it's the acting side of things yeah. as well as the and, you know, she's sort of talking to staff in the room while also talking to Alan Rickman. And so there's all this stuff going on. But that took me about two hours and it's about 50 seconds. I know. I know. They look so easy when people are viewing them who don't who don't create content. It looks like 
you knock up this thing and it's just, you literally got your phone out of your pocket, found Emma Thompson from a clip of whatever and thought, oh, I'll just voice over that. And I think you, you, you can clearly see it takes a while, but it really genuinely does take like hours to get yeah. something right, doesn't it? Oh, and God, then, yeah, the lip sync ones. Yeah. And they never do that well either. It's the, that's the worst part about it. I only do them because I enjoy them and I like the sort of using something quite either viral or 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 well-known from TV or film or because it's very comedic and doing my own sort of spin acting-wise while lip-syncing. I just love doing them. So I just do it for selfish reasons, not not because they do well. And because it kind of shows off your craft as well, does it not? Is there a bit of that about yeah. it? Oh, yeah, oh yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Shows off that you are an actor. And, and yeah. you can do that. Whereas I would just look like I was just, well, I'd look, you would actually see the cogs of my brain trying to remember, <laughs> remember <laughs> the lines for a start. I couldn't even be, I couldn't even get to the level where I can even think about acting. I'd just be really trying to remember the words to the, <laughs> to the words, of the bloody thing, or you'd physically oh, see me. Oh, for the first 25 <laughs> times I do it, I'd probably do that. Serious. I'd be having to read them off the wall behind me or something. How do you remember lines? If you're an actor and you remember lines, is it just something that you're really good at remembering lines? I think I wouldn't have a bloody clue or I wouldn't have a chance to learn lines. How do you I learn think, I think it, um, well, when you're in a play, so I'm in a play at the moment, which it, don't get excited, nothing big, just it's, I cannot say no to my village play anymore. Like, <laughs> I can't say no because because I've done it ever since we moved here in 2018. Aww. Aww, and so, cool. so so they were, you know, this year they're like, I know that you're probably really busy, but do you think you might want to do it? And I was like, you know what? Because they always write an original one every year. I said, look, you know what? I, I don't not want to do it. I will do it. But please just give me a small part. Just give right. me... You know, give give me give me a quite humorous part with about ten or twenty lines, not right. in every scene like last year. Yeah. And um and then and then I oh yeah, okay, yeah, that's fine. And it's been so much less pre- pressure. And it's so nice. But yeah, in answer to your question, the the learning lines with plays, you it, it just starts coming to you because you're going to rehearsal so much that while you've got your script in your hand and you're reading the lines over and over again, repetition is the best way to learn anything. It's like when you hear mm. a song on the radio, you know, it's um, you hear you hear the same song that's come out while you're driving along and two days later, you're suddenly singing along to it. And that's the same with plays. Whereas what's weird is with film and TV and stuff, you don't, you don't have rehearsals that much. Like you, you will if you're, but you'd normally literally rehearse the scene a couple of times before filming it rather than, and probably on the day. So you actually have to learn the lines on your own beforehand. Mm. Whereas a play takes months or maybe longer for in, in, in proper plays in the West End. Um, but, you know, plays will take two, three, four, five, six months of rehearsals where you'll just naturally start learning the lines. You'll start picking up everyone else's lines as well. And um, which is why you get so many sort of people, you know, people in the chorus who are always on stage being the understudies or people who are 
the smaller part, speaking parts being the understudies for the bigger parts, because they'll just know their lines anyway, just by being on stage for that many months and hearing them, it, it you know, being repeated time and time again. Um, so that so I don't find it as hard in theatre, but when, but yeah, learning lines for TV, film, anything like that, the best way I've found is by reading the whole scene myself out loud on my phone and or just the lines just before mine and then reading mine out loud and then just you know taking my mom's dog for a walk putting earbuds in and just playing it over and over again so that mm. again it's a repetition thing um but for um for learning lines for social media i mean you know, don't have time for all that. You've got to just learn them and post. You have you write it on the wall and just get because because yeah. it's the vol. Well, it's the volume, isn't it? Just not letting know we don't write it on the wall. You don't, yeah, you look like the the musings of a mad person. This room that's just full of this like sharpie all over the sharpie. Yeah. Oh shit! I wrote it in a sharpie. I didn't. I didn't write it in something that you could. Yeah, I wrote it in red lipstick. You yeah. weirdo. I know. I, I often think, you know, when you have to learn something. I mean, I, you do. Do you do paid ads? Do you do the, you do the odd paid ad, don't you, on social? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, we, yeah. we have to. You've got to do it, haven't you, Clara? Because it, you you've got to do it. You spend. You, you live your whole life on socials, and in order for you to keep enjoying it and keep posting, you need to get some sort of payment for your time and you know your oh God, skills. Yeah. And, yeah, and like I said, yeah. these apps are these apps are free. They're free to everyone. And yeah. the amount of people who say to me, you know, I, I don't watch TV anymore. This is my entertainment. I just can't believe how much time and effort gets put into it. Just mm. love the creativity on the app. Yeah. So much better than what's on TV. So if if there's this thing that you've actually, that you can literally get rid of a whole medium that is TV mm. and actually that's your entertainment and it's totally free for you to watch and enjoy it then the people creating that entertainment have got to um, be rewarded in some respect because there's so many of our full-time jobs now and um, if it's not going to be rewarded by the app then then we yeah we have to no one loves doing paid partnerships but you've you've got to do them to keep the money coming in and paying the bills yeah, you have. And and we do paid partnerships with brands that you love, products that you genuinely love. You think, yeah, I like really, that. Yeah. I, ge I genuinely have turned so many down. And, you know, I've had calls from my agent. She said, oh, this this brand. And I'm really like, oh, no, but I, I did one similar with this, this, and I really like them. And I don't want to be seen to, you know, two months later to be jumping on the bandwagon of something similar. But when I've raved about this, because this is the brand I know and I love, whereas I don't want to be going down that route with this one, um, yeah. just because they're paying me. So, yeah. um, and, and yeah, again, it's um, I do one most years for Zoopla. I, you know, I, I'm I'm very um, very impartial with regards to property searches, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not, you know, when you say I work with brands I really love and uh, I, I do like them a lot, but I'm, I'm not sure I'm really, really not. <laughs> I don't use them enough, to be honest. But no, no, I mean, 
super art. Oh. Disclaimer. Yeah. Um, or I should but, say a, a brand you're happy to put your name to because Zoopla yeah. is a brilliant. Yeah. Oh, exa- yeah. Well, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. A, a respected and and also what they're wanting me to promote. I would um, I would always um, do research on you know so I know what Zoopla is and then say oh we've got this new feature that's coming out and then before I've even agreed to it I'm looking at the feature looking at how user friendly it is mm. and you know and then I'm going okay yeah okay right this is my rate da 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 negotiations I'll do it you know so it's um yeah it's but it I what's really nice about them is when the brand just gives you sort of pre reign of creativity to sort of. I mean, it's nice to have a brief, don't get me wrong. Bloody hell, there was one that came back and said, there you go, do what you want with it. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> sure that. Uh. But then there are other brands which uh, literally like, at one minute, oh, one, can you um, can you take out that 10 seconds off this, but then I want more audio, which I don't know how you're going to do. You know, And then you're like, oh, God, just... Do it, do it. They're ultimately your bosses for this month. They are. Um, and, yes. Yeah. So, Clara, have you had one of those um, uh, ads where you've? And if the listener doesn't know, we get we agree to do an ad for a company that we uh, that we love or that we put our name to, don't we? And then it might say, "This is the product. This is what we'd like you to do. And this is what we'd like you to tell. Please tell us, tell everybody about our new latest launch, or whatever." And then you film it, and then you send it back to the the brand, and they approve it. And sometimes they might ask you to change one. Have you ever had one come back where they want you to say something different because that that product's been discontinued or is out of stock or something? So you have to try, and this must must be like acting continuity wise. You have to like find the freaking outfit that you were wearing and the earring that you were wearing, oh, yeah. and do your hair the same? Oh my, to just just slip it in and change the <laughs> change the word <laughs> and just. And, <laughs> And, and you think, oh, the work. And you think, where's that bloody jumper? Yeah. I think I've lent that to my son or something. I don't know where the bloody jumper's yeah. gone. Yeah, Crikey. that's exactly right. The um, Yeah, that happens all the time. In fact, I've only had probably two, maybe three, that have approved on the first draft of something out of probably about 15 that I've done yeah so the uh yeah no I'd say nine times out of ten or eight times out of ten I'd, I'd get um them coming back and saying hi yeah can you uh add this in or we love this bit but if you can expand on that or just mention that we've got this I'm like where's that bloody outfit and I've dyed my hair even more pink since then and <laughs> But I had five inches of grey and now it's pink. It's like, ah, quick, wash my hair eight times. In the meantime, it's like the school run, the dog needs to be walked. You've actually actually got to go and rehearse for your village play. Like there's so much, and there's so much going on. It's hilarious when that happens. But it (laughs) it happens all the time. You send them in, you produce them, you send them in, they come back to you. And the ones that, I mean, we love it. Everybody, we laugh about this, all the creators I talk to. We absolutely love doing this. It's just such a niche thing that I don't think if you're not doing it, you you don't know how much, uh, what an interesting job it is to do. But a lot of it I find when I'm filming something, I don't know if you get this, but the, sometimes you'll get 
to film something where they just don't want you to to have any they really want a, a really plain background no jewelry you know either a plain black or white t-shirt or something so really tone it down and then you sort of end up not looking like you it's yeah, it's, yeah. have you had I, any of the, have you had those I haven't had it in I haven't had it in looks wise but I've had it in script and personality wise so where whereas I try to make paid partnerships along the the lines of comedy in keeping with my channel mm. down to earth um say the odd you know say 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 the odd sort of maybe self-deprecating thing you mm. know while bigging them up that sort of thing but um yeah the, yeah there was one particularly that i remember a christmas um one and basically all of any of my voiceover that I did, they basically just stripped it back and got rid of it all. And then it was literally just what was great about their product without any sort of filler at all um, (laughs) of personality at all. It just sounded like literally I'd been given a sort of voiceover ad campaign for TV that I just had to go into the studio and sort of just say, but which is fine. If you're going to pay me to just, you know, say your script, that's fine. But it's also going on my channel. It looks really crap. I know. And they don't get many views because people want to be entertained. They get, people, they yeah. get rubbish views, those They ones. do. I know. And people want, they follow you because they want they want you to be you and do you. Um, so it just yeah. needs to be in keeping with that. So the food thing that I love watching your food thing, where anyone listener, if you don't already follow Clara, she'll find some often American person who's doing yeah. some sort of I've disgusting got two, meal. I haven't posted. <laughs> you, you, she actually, you sync it up with them doing some sort of really random meal. Is it a meal? And then you jump in and, and sort of talk them through it, often with a glass of wine. It's fucking hilarious. Where did this yeah. come from, Clara? Where did um, the idea come from? It was, I just saw one. Well, <laughs> I think I think quite a few people do do it. Having it, it's been brought to my attention since I've been doing it because now all the videos I get tagged on, I see other people being tagged. Like, um, but they normally duet them. You know, where it's like a side by side video. Like Gordon Ramsay does a, does it a lot. And um, there's this there's this guy with the handle. Um, called chef's reactions and he's a chef and he reacts to people cooking but he's again duetting it and uh, doing it to real time and I think someone just mentioned something about I commented on one of these videos and someone replied back to it and then I was like and they said something like oh I love your sarcasm when you're talking about it because I just commented on it but in a really sarcastic way. And then I thought, I wonder if I can just react to it in a really sarcastic way. And then I would download the person's video and then go onto the app that I always um, edit on. And then I watched the rest of the video in real time and was just reacting to each bit. And then I sliced it all together and it came up as like, nine minutes something and I thought oh god no one's gonna watch this and within two hours I had like 60,000 70,000 views yeah. and and I thought gosh people actually sat through all of that. 
But it was, you know, the sarcasm to each bit. But also, I'm not being nasty. I'm being, I, I'm, I'm pretending that this is how you should actually cook this meal by going. And then now, of course, now you're going to put peanut butter in, which obviously goes really well with, with you know, cucumber and uh, da, da, da. so it's it's never. I've, I've actually started asking their permission now, even though they have stitch turned on and duet turned on because i got banned from instagram for copyright oh really yeah yeah, but they've already posted it that you're allowed to reuse it i know it comes comes under fair use um but instagram won't listen they they literally as soon as they get a report they just take it down and i know this because i've been through the whole process with them because i eventually got it back but i eventually got it back because i messed they they don't look into it. What happens is when they get a report, they literally just take it down and then they send. So they sent me an email going, hi, um, your video has been taken around because you had a report for copyright infringement. Here's the person's email address. Try and sort it out between you. And if they agree to retract it, you'll get another life back. Basically, that's Crikey. what yeah. That's what happens. So I started emailing all these bloody people who, <laughs> well, there were three of them. One of them was a lip sync. She apologized and said, look, I went on a bit of a, you know, um, spree of reporting people because the, all of their videos were going viral and all of my original stuff was getting no credit or, you know, stuff like that. So I wow. said, no, that's why. And she said, look, I know you're a big creator and, you know, I hear your sound everywhere, your sounds everywhere, people lip syncing your stuff. So you probably know what it's like. Sorry about that. Next person said, um, no, I won't retract it. I want you to take it. (laughs) And then the third, yeah. And then the third person was like, oh, I know who you are. I love your stuff. Um, (laughs) That's a total mistake. And then she just said that her agent um, who deals with social media on Facebook and and the other platforms actually once a month she does a sort of AI recognition of people using her videos and Ooh. her and um, people using her videos um who are pretending to be her just downloading them and then uploading them again and she said so she um they just came to me and said yeah there've been you know 18 videos that have been recognized being used in other accounts and she said yeah report more and um she said sorry i i did not realize that it was you know within your stitch because i've seen your stuff those times it's fine so yeah so i've started asking their permission now tiktok don't take them down because they recognize it as fair use but mm. um yeah i've started asking them now and on my dms to them i just say look it's really inoffensive I'm saying it in a really typically jokey, British, sarcastic way. Mm. And um, what I do is sort of a lot of satirical sort of parodies. And and then like one of the times I went, which I'm sure, you know, you you do in a way. No, you don't? Okay, never mind. (laughs) um, But, you you know, like most of them, I think they must be jokes. But then then I worry that they're not. So... um, yeah, so in in the end, um, they've they've most of them been really understanding, but it's only Instagram I have to do that. But that's why I haven't posted. I I did a Thanksgiving one, and I did one last night 
which have both done really well on TikTok, but I've still not posted them yet because I'm waiting for the people to come back to me. <laughs> TikTok lets a lot more go. I mean, also sort of inappropriate stuff as well. TikTok is just, there's less police on TikTok in general. So you can sort of, there's a bit more fake news, a bit more slightly inappropriate stuff. And they do take yeah. stuff down. But whereas Insta, crikey, any little complaint or anything that is actually, um, I mean, we, I was talking to, to um, some brilliant podcasters this week. If you just say vagina, that'll get taken down on Instagram now, even if it's something that's educational. Yeah, even if it's educational. So if people are talking about, uh, you know, cancer charities and things like that, I've actually got uh, someone that I know at a, a sort of tattoo artist who is, does incredible work for tattooing a nipple um, for people that have had mastectomy and had their nipple removed with with cancer surgery. And oh, yes, I've seen actually, this. Yeah, and they she puts them on. It might not be the, the person you were talking about, but she puts them on and she's always saying that it just gets taken down off Instagram. And it's just such a shame, even though it's it's something that she really it's wants ridiculous. people to know about. Yeah. So, so yeah, TikTok are just a lot more, yeah, let it go. It's just not policed like Insta is. So I, they're both, I don't know which one I prefer really because there's a lot of stuff, there's a lot of shit that goes down on TikTok that's really inappropriate. But equally, um, it's just a lot more lighthearted, a lot more fun. So... I don't know. They've both got their own sort of pros and cons and everything. But your ones, <laughs> when these ones that you're that you're doing, these like I'm doing like my little inverted commas here in in, yeah. in my in my box room. These sort of cooking. I mean, literally, people just get yeah. a bucket or a sink. The one with the sink. There was someone oh, that was gosh. pouring stuff in a dirty sink. It yeah. was disgusting. Disgusting, crisps. Yeah, I know. Some of them genuinely make me wretch. And um, are they? Do you think they're for real, or are they just doing it for? Is it like some, clickbait? I think. Is it clickbait? I think some of them are. I think. I think most of them. Um, you can tell the ones which aren't because because they act them so badly. Like they, um, you know, they'll they'll have the other person going, "Oh wow." Oh, oh yeah. my God, that looks so good, you know? And it's ah. like they're off camera saying it and the other one's like, I know, right? You know, it's all really um, – whereas the ones where they're going like – like the Thanksgiving one I've just done, that's an account called Josh and Mama, and they're sort of southern, um, you know, boy probably in his 20s with his mum in southern America. And she's, but she often just tries to, so she often just tests out recipes she's either seen online because she wants, she loves cooking, but she isn't the greatest cook. Mm. So she, she tests out recipes she's seen or someone will tell her about one and she'll try it. And rather than just being like, oh, that's so good. You know, she'll taste it and be like, oh no, no, that is nasty. You know, <laughs> and then, and then, but then she'll make a, proper thanksgiving dinner but with everything out of a tin but th th that is obviously there's a if it's not all true there's definitely a um a truthness to it because you can see that it's she's still making thanksgiving dishes but it's green beans out of a tin and it's ham in a tin with pineapple from a tin and you know mm. it's you know, it's just a sort of easy, easy way of cooking rather than a really yes. disgusting. Um, so I think, I think some of them, some of them definitely would uh, put it on for a show. And when I get tagged in them, I try and 
look for the ones that are the most disgusting, but probably <laughs> the most realistic from the people doing it. <laughs> yeah, because you must get tagged. With, hundreds of people must send these to you now, surely. Yeah, the one I did yeah. last night, I had, yeah, I had 56 people tagged me on it. <gasps> What's the one you did last night? Is that the is that a it's actually one bucket. of my favorites. No, no, no. Um, oh, yeah, there was the plastic bucket. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's <laughs> and that one's actually a thing. But well, tell the, tell the listener what we're talking about. It's a clear plastic okay. bucket. So it's a big plastic bucket, like a storage container that you would, <laughs> you know, put your duvets in, like <laughs> if you're not using them in the spare bedroom, that size, and then you. And then she put what looked like shredded wheat, our shredded wheat, <laughs> and she put three three lots of that cereal in. Then she did rice crispos, which aren't like our rice krispies. They're square again, but made out of rice. <laughs> then she did honey nut Cheerios. Then she, uh, two bags of those. Then two bags of Cheez-Its. So they, they're savoury cheese um baked um you know in snack with, in with the sweet okay okay in with the sweet and then I, i've been told off a lot by the americans in the comments that the, those cereals are not sweet they are not <laughs> sweet cereals i was like mm, i beg to differ with the honey nut cheerios <laughs> but okay fine the shredded wheat things with no frosting on the outside i'll give you that one um and it and then and then she puts a massive like kilogram of dry roasted peanuts in. So that's salt, cheese, sweet, great. Okay. And well. then um, and then I think that's it. And then she goes over to the hob, and then just starts me- melting twelve sticks of butter, then salt, then seasoned salt, then garlic powder. And this is when learning lines comes in oh, handy oh because literally I, I can visualize it and remember <laughs> what she's saying all in one. Do you know what I mean? And I, I, <laughs> that's so when it comes in handy. She's poured the melted butter onto into the cereal container, storage container. On She pours the yeah, melted butter onto Yeah, with the garlic powder and garlic. the salt <gasps> and oh. the seasoned salt. And then she, the butter's melted. And oh, oh, don't forget the cup and a half of Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> she pours that in, and then she, and then she pours all of that over this cereal and nuts, and then she takes it out, bakes it, uh, takes literally about a, a scoopful of it out of this massive container, lays it on a baking tray, puts it in the oven at two hundred for an hour and a quarter. And then takes it out and adds M and M's, and then and then that's the snack. So I genuinely thought she was taking the piss. Well, I didn't think she was taking the piss. I thought she was trying to make a snack. That I didn't think this was clickbait. I genuinely thought she was thinking she was making something good. But I did think she was just making something up as she went along. Then right. in the comments, to my surprise, everyone's <laughs> like, "This is the only one of your cooking videos I don't agree on." <laughs> You before you slag it off, try it. It's delicious. I'm like, I'm like, what? 
am i the joke now i can't tell like this is so weird and then um yeah and then yeah everyone's like that's that's called checks mix i was like oh i'm (laughs) so sorry about that i've got this american mum friend who's from um who's from minnesota and she uh she so her daughter is in my daughter's class and she made one of these recipes, the one of the first ones I did for me, and it was delicious. So this morning I left her voice note um, just before I left for drop off. And I said, right, Angela, I'm going to need your help. Um, <laughs> I'm sending you a video you know, to our little WhatsApp group of like eight of uh, eight mates. And I said, I'm sending you a video and I need to know if these people are taking a piss out of me now or if this is actually a thing. And then she came out and went, mate, it's amazing. It's really good. You should just <laughs> like, stop. And then she said, yeah, there's a savory version, which is this. And then there's a sweet version. I was like, sweet version? What, what was the one with the M&Ms and the Cheerios <laughs> with honey on them? what and then she said no seriously there's um she said i she said i'm not sure about the cheese it's and i went yeah that wasn't my issue in this but um she said yeah it i i i make it with pretzels and the um checks it cereal stuff and i don't i don't know I don't, the, yeah. the canadians in the comments were saying that they oh no canadians or australians they said yeah but um we make we actually make something very similar to this, but with curry powder. Oh my god! So it looks and, to me like just a ton of junk and e numbers and processed and then I said, crap. Yeah, she said, he said, he said well, oh, we make this, but with curry powder. And I was like, <laughs> hashtag Bombay mix. Yes, but, but he, but he, but then they said it is like Bombay mix. It's it's um, but we call it nuts and bolts. Sorry, oh. I'm very passionate about this dish because I, I I was in full on mode of thinking that um, this wasn't a thing and that I was just you know well now we know it's a thing it. but it, it is actually it a thing. thing but it's almost worked better because of that yes everyone's commenting on it it's getting the algorithm up it's one of the best videos <laughs> it's, it's one of the best amount of views I've had so far and everyone's slagging it off. <laughs> It's so random. I do get putting like a little bit of, I mean, we've all used a bit of a crush up a digestive biscuit and add it with butter, like a cheesecake. Oh, yeah. I get that. But some of it, it's the, it's the ones that, it's the random, isn't it? It's the, it's the curveball that, that you're adding this, it's a bit of this. And then suddenly they'll then add like chicken stock. And you think, yeah. I mean, it's because, yeah, it's, it it is that. It's the curveball because it's, to just, to just, I mean, this is why I react in real time because I react to each part because I don't want to have seen the whole video and see what actually happens. So I always watch like the first 10 or 15 seconds and then decide if I want to do it or not. But the when I was last night when I was doing this one, I genuinely thought the amount of cereal she was putting in she was just going to put milk in it and just make a massive thing i did think it was weird i was being tagged in it so much for just a massive box of cereal with milk but i um 
So that's so, why I, I, you know, at the beginning of the video, I start off by just going, obviously, you don't need smaller bowls. You just want to put all the cereal in one big, because that's what I thought she was doing. And oh, then so when she. Ah, so you haven't watched the whole thing. You're genuinely never. watching it. You're watching in real time. I never watch the whole Ooh. video. I uh, I watch, yeah, as I said, I get tagged in so many that I watch the first 10 or 15 seconds and then I'm like, do I want to do this one? Yeah, uh, I wonder how it's going to work out. But yeah, I want the sort of, uh, obviously you're not getting my real-time expression from I, I'm not watching the video because I'm looking into You've the camera, it. obviously. You've paused but it, I, yes. Yeah, yeah, what I do is I have it in InShot. I watch the next 10 seconds or so. And then I'm like, right, now I'm going to say this about it. because, And sometimes I can't keep a straight face because I've literally just watched <laughs> it. And, you know, so and then when I come to be sarcastic about it, I'm like half cracking up because that's the first time I've seen it. And I just quickly go back to the video and just press record and just try and get as quickly um the reaction that I want to get from how I felt watching it. So yeah, no, I never I never watch it. Even even when um you know Adam gets sent them now sometimes by mates and he's like Carl watch the first ten seconds. Yeah, you know, watch it. And I watch the first ten seconds and I'm like yeah, but that could go one of two ways. I, I was I was tagged in this really boring one. I ended up doing it because I got tagged so much. And then by the end of it, it suddenly ended, and I was like, "What was that? It?" Oh, I was like, yeah. "Oh no!" And then and so he so quite often Adam walks out the room and watches the rest of it for me and goes, "No, it's really good." And I that's go, what okay, you good. need. Yeah, that's what you need. <laughs> yeah. You need someone. Yeah, you need him to kind of filter them out for you because but yeah, half because the time he's in meetings. So I'm like, "No, I've got to get on with it. This is going to take me three and a half hours to bloody edit." <laughs> Yeah, it does exactly. So, how much of your time is spent on social media now? Is it like full time job? It's it's a full time job, but it's mm. but I spend less time on social media weirdly than before I started doing it as a job. So, yes. so I someone the other day who I've followed for a while, he's got a few hundred thousand followers, and he's followed me. I followed him, and I re replied to one of his comments on my videos just. It was about social media and monetization stuff. And he was like, do you ever watch any of my uh, my videos at all? I said, I've got to be honest, I don't watch anyone's videos. Mm -hmm. I said, I, I literally do it, post, and then, and then I put it down and I go off and do whatever I need to do next or I check my emails or I call my agent or, you know, uh, I carry on my writing or I quickly run upstairs and, tidy the kids bedroom you know yeah get get prepped for the unit i there's because it is my job there's no time to just scroll on so i i hardly ever i might do sometimes when i get into bed but firstly i try not to just before going to sleep but secondly um it's more stuff that i want to look up so i'll see something on the news and then i'll always go and see what piers morgan uncensored has said and they always <laughs> have the highlights you know on on, on you know katie hopkins basically any controversy that's what i like i just right. want to go on and like go right let's see what you know this person said about that that's just come out or um yeah so so things like that i'll go on to watch things like gb news or um 
just just for the controversy. That's all I want to see. <laughs> yeah, the controversy um, and the and a bit of comedy around it as well. But you've probably only got yeah. time to react to your own posts and get stuck into the comments on your own posts. Get stuck into a few DMs, and then you haven't got time to just sit and scroll. No, exactly. And I don't reply to half the comments I'd really love to. Um, Sometimes I get on a bit of a mission if I'm sort of watching TV in the evening, which I've hardly got time to do at the moment anyway. But if Adam and I sit down at 10 o'clock and go, right, let's watch an hour of TV downtime, that's normally when my guilty pleasure is... It's reality TV, so I'm watching. So we're watching. I'm a celebrity. So mm-hmm. I would, but because it's easy watching, that's when I'll get my phone and just start replying to comments on, you know, a latest video or whatever. But I don't reply to half as half as um, much as I I really should or would like to. But the um, but Instagram the the, the DMs. I can pretty much reply to all of them, but there's not a chance in hell I can reply to all of the DMs on on TikTok. That's that's hard. But luckily, any professional work that's DM'd, if it ever comes through that channel and not my agent, the um, I don't, they normally go on Instagram, and I and so I don't miss those. But it it is frightening how many <laughs> requests I've still got on TikTok. I'm like. Ah. I know it's. I know. It, I always say it's a bit like being in a WhatsApp group with like a hundred thousand people or something. It's like the oh, it's the, so it, like that. Yeah, it is. And you'd love to get stuck in, and you do your best, don't you? Go in, answer a few, interact with people, and and but you you have to just draw a line, or you would, you just wouldn't sleep. You, you could never no. get. Yeah, I, some people actually have assistants and stuff that sort of. Um, I know uh, respond that would be nice. Yeah, I know some, some people, people do. have assistants who post to their Instagram for them. I know they or do. Facebook or and edit their like content. That. Yeah, edit their content for them yeah. and everything. I know. Yeah. Can you imagine? Whoa! That would be amazing. Oh no! I'm but not you're... willing to pay someone at this stage. <laughs> I know. I know, and I guess, but that's the part of the joy. I mean, I love editing. I get a bit I sick. Of, I get a bit sick of my own face. I'm not going to lie, but I like the editing part of it. I like the creativity part of it. Um, but I guess at some point you can't do everything so you just do a little bit of everything that you can when you can but that's the joy of it I think you can pull in and out of it whenever you want to but you've been doing other stuff as well I mean I know you've written a book haven't you yes I have yeah not Hardest recently I've ever done in my life oh was it yeah gosh um yeah uh, it's fairly recently I mean it it came out end of April so this year it this came year. out yeah. um but uh, but yeah, it was. I started writing it in uh, April 2021, and it came out April 2023. So, yeah, it was a two-year process, which was tough to say the least. But I am so bloody chuffed that I did it. And um, yeah, I'm. I you know, it's it's uh, apart from my children, it's probably my greatest accomplishment to date. Had someone said when I was, you know. 15, 16, not giving a crap about school really anymore because I just wanted to be an actress. Um, you know, one day you're going to write a book being published by HarperCollins. I would have gone sort of. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, because I actually never, yeah, exactly. Because I also never thought, um, even when they approached me, I never thought that I'd be writing it. <laughs> I went, I remember the first phone call. I was like, 
Right, okay. So I don't know what you're all sort of, what are you thinking? What, what sort of thing are you thinking? Like, would I would I have a who would be my ghostwriter? You know, it was like, is my um, assistant is my assistant going to write this? <laughs> yeah, it was like, uh, no. The whole point is that it's you and your comedic way of talking, and you're this and you're that. And I was like, and he goes, uh, he was like, have you ever thought about writing before? I went, yeah, yeah, I'm writing a sitcom at the moment, and um, I also want to, uh, and I'm also writing a comedy animation for adults and and he's like yeah no um not talking about that um I'm from HarperCollins so it would be a book and I was like oh right yeah no uh no I've I've that's never interested me ever in my life and he was like all right good so this has started (laughs) off well and then um yeah and then we just started chatting and he said no what I was thinking of is um because people have you know buy into you and like you then they might want to hear more about your life not like your memoirs or I said no no one gives a shit about my memoirs like <laughs> you know I've bloody been on social media for two years that's it um and so he said no just like more like a comedic sort of diary of your year maybe and I was like ah, oh, that's interesting mm. I knew I didn't want to make it a mum book but I wanted but obviously they're going to be mentioned because, you know, I'm a mum. And if I'm doing a diary of my life, they're going to be quite heavily involved. But I didn't want it to be that sort of, oh, God, my kids are so annoying. And, oh, it's such a stressful day being a mum. And, and give me a gin. And, you know, <laughs> which which why I called it gin and phonics. <laughs> um, no, but, you know. I just, you know, I I hate phonics and I like gin, so it, that's where it, that's where it was based. Um, so yeah, the it it was um, it started like that basically, a diary of twenty twenty one, and um, I was trying to show some growth, really, both professionally and and as a uh, wife and a mum and. To basically say that, you know, even if you're turning 40, which I was that year, even if you're turning 40, motherhood is a comma, not a full stop. And you can and still be what you've always, for fear of sounding, well, American, you can always dream. No, you can still dream. You you can still fulfill your dreams and pursue them, whatever age. And in fact, Sometimes it takes having kids to realise your potential and what you are able to actually do, which is look after two actual human beings for 18 mm. years, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so 2021 was a massive pivotal point for me um, from being a full-time mum at the start of lockdown, having been an estate agent before and given up my dream of acting when I was in my mid-twenties to, um, you know, getting a book deal, getting uh, throughout it, I've you know, I'm getting DMs from You magazine and I'm going and getting a photo shoot and a, doing a interview with them and then um, – Jeremy Clarkson's writing an article about TikTok mentioning me as his favorite creator. And then a film director gets in touch and says, 
you know, I really like your comedic acting. I want you to audition for a few things. And I get the part in the Christmas film. And then an agent gets in touch. And then suddenly at 40, just turned 40, I've suddenly got a brand new agent (laughs) with having just acted in a Christmas movie. Um, which has been my dream since I was a little girl and something I gave up in my mid-twenties. So, yeah, it was, it was, uh, thank God I progressed in some way in 2021 because otherwise the book would have been bloody boring. But, yeah, because I start by saying I'm hoping to show you some progression and I'm going to go back to my love of acting and really go out and pursue that dream now. And um, because it was the lockdown where I started doing these sketches and and really loving it. So So you didn't ask me any questions to do with that, but you got the answers anyway. No, I was was hanging on you. (laughs) No, because the book's called Gin and Phonics, but social media is where you could where you could fulfill that dream. You kind of went full circle. You used, used social media as your, your own personal publishing platform to put yourself yeah. out there. And so it must be brilliant though, as an actor that you can, you're sort of, you're like script writer, director, you've got so much control over your content, over your material. That must be completely different to actually acting. Oh, you, yeah. yeah. You're in control yeah, of yeah. it all. It must cool. be so cool. That's the lovely thing about socials. You are in control of what yeah. you're doing, aren't you? Do yeah, you, that's, that is, that is, a sorry, go on. Do you think you'll get more work out the back of it? Because that's literally, is it a bit like your portfolio? Like, here, if do actors have portfolios? Or is your last movie your portfolio? I don't know how it you, works. Um, it's, it's, I haven't done enough to, to, to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but I, I know my agents put together a, a sort of showreel with the, with basically, my only scenes from the movie and the two adverts I've been on since since being at this age. So <laughs> it's um, yeah, it's it's not. Uh, but yeah, they'll you know they'll normally do a show reel of just little clips from from things you've done to show your acting uh, your acting stuff. But yeah, it is really nice to be able to do that on um, on social uh, on social media. Just be able to edit how you like and act it how you like yeah. but also there's a there's a there, there is something to be said for the fact that social media is still just shorts you know I mean on the whole yes. on the whole yeah. it's yeah. short reels so there is something to be said for when you're acting in something else the the responsibility of the lighting and the uh, editing and the sound and the location being taken off your hands. And then you literally just focusing on the acting side of things and being directed by someone who knows what they're doing, as well as you having license yourself to be able to, um, you know, bring, bring what you'd normally bring to the acting table in the way you want to portray the character then going um going out to work on a drama or a film where when you see the final result it's part of a whole storytelling process with which conjures up emotion and all that sort of stuff. There, there's so 
so different. Yeah, because um, let's, that, let's be fair. If you're watching a, like something on social media and it gets tons of views, it doesn't necessarily mean it's good. I mean, I could literally post no. my I could post my dog doing a steamy poo on the front doorstep, and that would probably get billions of views. But it doesn't oh, yeah. mean it's good. You're right. No, yeah, no. yeah, exactly right. There's no exactly craft right. to that. There's no art or no. craft to that. Would you like to actually get back? Would you like to say, screw this this social media malarkey? I'm a fa- I'm a huge Hollywood actress and I'm, I don't know, Timothy Chalamet's auntie in the next June movie or something. Would you love that? Oh, yeah. No, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't think I'll ever stop social media because it's been so good to me. Um, So I don't think I would always continue it um, in in more respects than than what most uh, big celebrity actors use it for, which they wouldn't put not really put sketches on, but just give updates on their life. I yeah. I would still want to put on little sketches, you know, vlogging in comedic ways, you know, the, the, all, all of that stuff. I'd, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever say, right, great. I've done this big Hollywood film and got 2 million, 3 million, like sod social media. There, there would be, no, there'd be nothing like that. What I'd love to do is earn, is earn a decent living out of what I love doing every day, which is currently what I'm doing to a certain extent. But what I'd really love to do is do that in in the extent of theatre, TV and film, um, where, like I said earlier, they're longer periods. They are going to work to create a character that you're living and breathing that's going to be part of a big storyline that's or, or a small storyline or whatever it is. Um, that's like you said is a craft and that will come um, to be something special after it's edited and gone out and you know it gives people uh, an experience when they watch it and and if it's a series that they'll follow it and watch it every week or if it's a one-off film they can have a massive impact on people stuff like that yeah it's it's um I'm, you know, I'm, and, and that's what I'm doing every day. I'm bloody auditioning all the bloody time. Are you? And how do you audition in person? Or I mean, I'm not. Zoom? I'm not auditioning all the time because I don't get all of the auditions. But I, but I do. You know, uh, some weeks. Yeah, a couple of regularly. weeks ago, I had three auditions in one week, and then last week I had none. This week I had none. So it sort of comes in in waves, in peaks and troughs. But it, you know, I. It's it's really competitive. That's the thing. You can I I've watched back my and I think you were asking just now about how we audition, whether mm. it's in person. Normally, self tapes now, which is great because that's what I do every day anyway. Mm. But it's normally self tapes since the pandemic, just because they've realised that they could do it without having to hire a place, go to you know. Mm. Go have people travel in from all over the country, go and do it. But then they'll do that for like the second or third round auditions or for recalls so that they can see how you take direction and things like that. But um, yeah, uh, Cressy's doing better with auditions than I am at the moment. <laughs> so she, my seven year old is uh, is getting further really? in the acting career than, than, 
Her mother. So you'll be like one of those mum, the mum that takes the daughter to the auditions. Uh, yeah, and, and all those comedy I, well, sketches. I, I already am that mum. She she just got that. She just got down to the last ten. Um, the last ten. She's been auditioning since February. Five rounds. She Crikey. just got down to the last ten to play Bridget Jones's daughter in Bridget Jones Four. No way. And has she found out yet? Or are you still yeah. in? Yeah, no, we, she didn't get it. I oh, I so you get so close you can almost taste it. I know. Oh, That's what we felt because also one of the mums at the audition who I who I really got on with, we exchanged numbers. And about a week after the final round, she said, oh, I've just heard back. And he didn't get it because they were auditioning for the for the brother and the sister. Mm. And um, so I think they've got to be like nine and seven. Um, mm. And so she so she said, oh, he didn't get it. And I said, oh, I'll be hearing today then probably. Because it was literally like 10 girls, 10 boys. That was the final thing. Mm. And then we didn't hear for two weeks after that. And I was you were like, so close. <gasps> I was like, oh my God, I think I think she may have got it. I was literally thinking, I think she may because I was like, I think she's definitely oh yeah, I think she must have got down to Yeah. She I, must, she have, must have got down to the final few, but Yeah, she's than. been basically being talked about for two weeks. They're so close. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, and, it, and, now, and it's really... and now and now we need to get her another agent. So if anyone's listening, we need another agent. Right? Okay. <laughs> oh, crikey! Oh, uh, and it's 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 kind of different when it's your children as well, isn't it? I think when they oh, get, yeah, much... dis- I don't, is. I don't, I don't, um, I don't actually say it to her anymore unless she asks. So because literally ninety ninety to ninety five percent of the auditions she's done, the self tape she's done. She's had recalls in person. So every time, pretty much, that we she does an audition, we get a phone call going, hi, can you go to London? Wow. I want to see her. She's wow. so good. She's she's brilliant. But, um, but, yeah, so I just, I always say to her, like, oh, you know, just, um, just have fun with it. You know how yeah. many auditions I do. I don't care. Like, just yeah. as soon as you've done it, just, just make out that you haven't got it and carry on. You've not lost anything, you know? And I'm like, it's just fun though, isn't it? She's like, yeah, I love going to London and meeting new people. And then they record it and, and then they tell me how to do it differently. And then I try that way. And, you know, she's like, yeah, it's really fun. But the Bridget Jones one, she did ask about because every time she went to another round, like they're all so lovely as well. So they'd be like, so the, um, the executives and the director in America saw your tape and they really loved it. And she would be like, oh, you know, grinning ear to ear. And um, and then, you know, and then a, a couple of weeks after I heard, she went, did you ever hear about Bridget Jones's diary? I was like, oh, no, I will have to say. And I went, I said, yeah, unfortunately, they, they, uh, they gave it to someone else, but they did write, which they did write in their email. They did say, um, it just came down to who was most like how we saw Bridget Jones's daughter looking and acting without uh, without having to act too much. 
Right. So, yeah. so yes. whoever was most most naturally like that character, that's yeah. what we went with. That's how they put it. Yeah, and also um, I guess if they couldn't make that, not can't make the decision, but they, when it comes to that, if you've got a couple of people who are just so good, it would ju- it would come down to that, wouldn't it? Who've kind of physically yeah. looks, yeah, it would do. It was a bit like when you watch The Crown and you've got actors like the, all the Dianas that have been on. I mean, they physically resemble Diana. Yeah, they just do. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I know they're playing real people. But then Bridget Jones is sort of real. I know she's not, but yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. And still yeah. going to be Renee's daughter. Yes. It's still going to be Renee's daughter, and also. The, the character that they're playing, if they don't have to get the kid to act too yes. much and they're yes. naturally quite like that, then all the more natural as well. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's, oh, uh, yeah, it's a tough Oh, one. so close you can taste it. Oh, well, something will come. Something, something, there's something better for her in her future. Yeah, um, yeah. and she loves it, which is the most oh. important. The, the moment she stops loving it, she won't do it. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I won't. I'm not going to be one of those mums. Although she, I am now living vicariously through her. Why? Yeah, I, I love it. I know. <laughs> but it, but I know the people have lots of um, things to say about kind of I don't know sports people, young people that are sporty, and young people that are other actors, etc. And sort of going to auditions or going or you know wanting to be a new yeah. tennis player or getting up at four o'clock in the morning to go swimming or whatever they do. And I think oh, do you know whatever comes of it, I think it just makes for a really character building, interesting child. It's better than my boring. You know what was. I just sort of went to school. How boring is that? <laughs> Compared yeah, to no. <laughs> right. And I think I think you you can you can see what the kid enjoys from yeah, a young exactly. age. Exactly. And, but you know, yeah. Monty wouldn't Monty wouldn't give a crap about doing anything like that. I mean, even this year, the director of the village play said, "Listen, I need a boy to just walk on at the start of the play. Not no lines. He just walks on. He looks around and then walks back off." Yeah, they said, so could, do you reckon Monty could, could do that for us? And I went, mm, I'll ask him. I said, Monty, you know how um, me and Cressy are doing the village play and how you come and watch it? He's like, yeah. I said, you can be in it. You don't need to say anything, but you can be in it this year. You can walk on at the start and then you just look around and then you walk back off. And he went, mm, yeah, no, no. <laughs> and then, and then I, I went. I went, why? And he said, because, like, acting isn't my thing. It's your and Cressy's thing. My thing's football and BMX. (laughs) Oh, I love him. Oh, he knows who he is. He knows his own mind. I love this kid. And so, you know, he's, he's so obsessed with football and bikes. And so now he has, like, this BMX coaching in a, you know, skate park, like one-on-one, you know, because he is obsessed with it and has been since he was about 16 months old on a, you know, balance bike trying to go down the slide in our garden. So, you know, you can sort of see where, where, where things are going from an early age. So Clara, can we talk about, before I let you go, can we talk about you singing a song, recording a song? You've been to Abbey Road. What's happening there? So, you know, Lab Baby have been doing these Christmas number ones for the last yes. Um, yes. few yes. years. Well, yes. a couple of weeks ago, they announced that they wouldn't be doing one this year. And basically, uh, We Create Popular is an agency who uh, manages social media people. Not me, but some of my close friends. And they approached some uh, prominent creators 
uh, mainly TikTok creators, but I mean, most of us have an Instagram as well. Mm. Um, and then said, look, this is the first year in five years that the Trussell Trust won't have their, um, you know, a, a good amount of, you know, a couple of hundred grand probably it, it, it is from, from what they make. Um, mm. And he said, we're going to put together a Christmas single. Do you want to be involved? I was like, yes. And he said, it's 100% for charity. It's for the Trussell Trust. Um, Lab Baby have announced that it's not going to be this year. But we have got the same producer, James, his surname now, but the same producer who produced Lab Baby, um, uh, producing this one. So... um, Come to Abbey Road Studios next Thursday. Whoa. I was like, what? Whoa. Sorry? Whoa. Yeah. Yep. And, yep. Um, and there we all are in typical Band-Aid style, you know, hand on <laughs> hand on headphones, like in the studio or like with, with reindeer, you know, hat on and stuff like that. Um, singing. Um, well, I guess by, by the time this podcast comes out, it would have been announced, wouldn't it? Because yes, it comes it out on the 15th. So, yep. So, um, so I can say it. Yeah. So yep. it is Wizards. Um, I wish it could be Christmas every day. Whoa. And Whoa. we are, we're doing a three part harmony. I mean, I say we're doing a three part harmony. Let, let's see. Let's see how it turns out. Um, <laughs> And and then some of us are sing, singing solo lines as well, and we're we've got a music video that should be out now. Now that this is going out, then yep, very weird. Um, yep, and uh, so yeah, fifteenth of December, music video and the single is out. Um, I'm just going to put a quick plea on here that yep. to get to number one, we need it to we need downloads basically because i found out yesterday that one download 99p download on itunes if you download this charity song where the 99p will go to trussell trust download it for 99p that is the same as 600 streams can you believe that wow i had no idea that one download equaled 600 streams so that is how important it is. You get one person buying and downloading it, and that's worth one person watching it 600 times or two people watching it 300 times. I mean, I could go on, but you know what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah, math is not my thing, but I get you. And I had no idea about that either. Whoa. Yeah. So we need everyone to go and we need everyone to download this to raise money for charity and to yeah. sing along and have a brilliant Christmas. Who else is on it with you then? Are the TikTokers? So yeah, other TikTokers. So we've got um, uh, Richard ba- Richard Frank's comedy. We've got Rossi D Woods. We've got Amy Jo Simpson. We've got the Nursery Nurse, Yorkshire Peach, Phil Carr. Um, Can uh, you all tra- sing? Can you all sing? Well, study, study on. <laughs> no, it's a. Uh, <laughs> it was quite funny actually today because there were a few people there's um um there's a guy uh whose handle is lilo chip his name's lee and he he uh plays this character this he's he's like early 40s and he plays this guy who's like 72 
by using the FaceTune app, like the, you know, Face app. Ah, uh, yes. And he, and he plays this really, you know, inappropriate 70-year-old, basically. And um, so, so when he turned up to the studio, he was like, oh, my God, I'm really out of my comfort zone here. Like, he was like, I'm just not that person who dances and sings around. <laughs> sings and dances around and then um and then on the whatsapp group today because we're just getting ready to put the teaser out ahead of the release mm-hmm. although it's now release mm-hmm. um the um on the whatsapp group today of everyone you know the producers the the founder of the agency all of the creators i said guys um uh, it's a bit bit of a lame request but did anyone happen to see or pick up my uh, rainbow miyoki cup from um the studio because i left it there won't mind but it's like 25 quid anyway <laughs> he said um so a couple of people said oh no sorry you know you can ask lost property at abbey road studios blah, blah, blah. and then lee lee wrote uh, on on that note, did has anyone seen my dignity? I seem to have lost it at the studio. <laughs> <laughs> has anyone seen my dignity? I seem to have left it behind at the studio. And in in the music video, we're on these like bright pink, fluffy tuk tuks, like singing along to the song. And, and then this other lady who's like. You know, in her fifties, uh, you know, maybe sixties. She's, she's like, yes, and, and my and my dignity fell off that pink tuk-tuk. <laughs> I can't wait to I, see it. I'm, I'm literally like, am I the only one who just fucking loves all this shit? <laughs> am I the only one who wants to do this as a day job? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, my dignity is firmly inside of me right now. I've scooped up all of your dignity and added it to <laughs> Taking mine. Taking all of your dignities away from you. <laughs> it's safely secured in my backpack. I shall be yeah, using it later. And, uh, I've got, I, I, yeah, once you see me in that studio, you'll realise where your dignity went. And yeah. it was into me. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, we all need to go and watch that and download it and raise money for the Trussell Trust. That's so yes, cool. Yes, please. We, uh, and then, you know what? The what? film I was in was called A Christmas Number One. Okay. And then, and then, and which came out in Christmas 2021. It's out again now this Christmas, by the way. Okay. Um, but if, so literally Christmas 2023, I could be on a film called A Christmas Number One and actually be a Christmas number one. All your dreams have come true. You've This is a career highlight for me. Not for most people, but for me. <laughs> you've made it. You've made it. Yeah. You're there. You're right up there. You've made it. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I would lose my dignity. <laughs> <laughs> Having just said that. <laughs> it's a lot of fun losing your dignity, I'd tell you. Yeah. I've done it many I've done it many times and it and it is never regrettable. <laughs> oh Clara, it's been so good talking to you on the pod. Have you got anybody that you love to follow on TikTok or Insta that you can leave us with? Anyone that gives you joy? I know you don't follow we not on there that much, but anybody that you think, come on, listener, you, you need to go. You and know what? These. It's it's Who? all the people that I've just mentioned. I, I thought you'd say that. Yes. I yeah. seriously, because they were the people I when I turned up to do the recording we didn't know who's going to be there so when I turned up I was literally so like half of them I have on whatsapp already but never met so when I turned up and I was like 
oh my god it's Richard Franks you know Rich oh god he cracks me up he cracks me up more in real life than on his sketches so I was just in hysterics non-stop all day and Rossi uh Rossi Woods again we've been following each other for a few years I saw him standing outside the studios as I arrived and I went no and he goes what and I was like are you doing this to he was like yeah we gave each other a massive hug like we had known each other for years which we sort of have um again Amy Jo Simpson um Phil Carr uh just yeah those the the people the Lilo Chip people I mentioned I just absolutely love I'm just trying to think of the other people who crept me up um you know you're sounding a bit like you're winning a BAFTA here you're sounding a bit like a speech here you're thanking the people this is what it sounded it did make me think of yeah people are like people like yeah who would you like to thank and I'm like uh go follow these people Actually, would you like to thank no one? Just go and follow Richard Franks, Amy Where in real life? No, just social media. Social media, come on, social. Social media, yay! (laughs) Oh, oh, Clara, thanks so much for coming on. I've loved listening to you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. Follow Clara. She's on Insta. You're Clara underscore Batten T E N underscore underscore again. What about on TikTok? Same, yeah. Same exactly on TikTok. Same. same on TikTok. Go follow Clara. She will make you a day. She makes my feed. She hilarious. You crack me up so much. And everybody, go and download. Wish it could be Christmas every day. Trussell Trust single. Everyone download it. Make tons of money for charity. And thank and you I so much. I think we're going to be called uh, Creator Universe. That's Is what that what you're called? Under. Yeah. Create a creator universe. Wish it could yeah. be Christmas every day. Raise tons of money for the Trussell Trust. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thanks for coming on the pod, Clara. Thank, thank you, dear you listener. So much. Thank you, thank you. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Bye. Check out the episode notes for links and information about this week's guest. And follow, like, subscribe, share, tell the whole world about this podcast. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.